thanks very much, Rob, for, for joining us for this chat. Now, um, you've been at ANZ essentially half a century. Is this right? Wow, yeah, almost. Yeah, well, it's 40, it'll be 46 years in December. Look, it is, it's incredible. Um, well, it's a great career, first of all. Congratulations, you know, a wonderful career. And you've been across a lot of really important sectors of the bank and you've seen you know, a number of, of economic crises and a number of sort of existentially threatening episodes with the bank. But how did you, how did you get started? How did you, was ANZ your first job? I didn't intend to, to be a, a banker. I, I went to, to uni, did a science degree initially and I was going to be an industrial chemist. But I spent, I spent after I spent uh, about, oh, I don't know, three months in the, in the lab changing green stuff to brown stuff and then back to green stuff for six hours a day, I decided that didn't feel like a, a, something that I wanted to do for 40 years. <laughs> so, so I changed my career midstream and, I, and, and there was this new subject called computer science that no one knew anything about. So I, I sat in on a couple of lectures and I thought, oh, you know what, I think I might be able to do this. So off I went and, uh, and became a computer scientist, whatever that is. At the bank, you become a computer scientist. Well, I joined the bank, bank as a. I joined a bank as a. I had a bank. It was interesting because there was no one really much in Australia that that had come through tertiary education in computers. They they might have been lucky, or I might have been lucky, but I, I sort of accepted the job on the spot and um, joined the bank as a trainee analyst programmer. But we didn't actually know what that was either. So. So you you sort of went into the tech shop at the bank. It wasn't like yeah, well, that's where program. I started. But see that the the really the really good thing for me was when I there wasn't any um, technical uh, really technical qualified expertise. Well, it's very very limited in Australia. So what what ANZ had done is they'd gone basically out to the branch network and to managers in the bank and had asked them whether they wanted to sit and it was like an aptitude test to become a computer programmer. And no one really knew exactly. So they all. So I. So my first sort of couple of years was was working with people that actually knew banking because they'd all come in from the from the branch network or you know they were managers in the bank. So um, that was a really great experience. Uh, it's quite fascinating because when you look at the bank, well, all banks around the world today, yeah. technology is absolutely fundamental. Yeah. When you look at ANZ on the executive committee. There's, yeah. you know, now three people who you, you would say, you know, come from a tech background. Yeah. Yeah. So when we talk about, you know, all companies are technology companies today, how do you, you see that when you think back to your days coming into the, the tech shop 46 years ago? Yeah. I mean, it is interesting. I mean, it's, it's really changed, obviously. Um, but, I, but, you know, I sort of started there and then, and then I decided I really didn't want to be in technology because I, I enjoyed working with the, the bank guys that had come in to join technology. So I thought I'll go and have a crack at some of that stuff, right? So you can always go back to technology. And I, I did actually have another stint in technology, I think after about 20 years. But you know, what I found when I, when I went back in there is that it really all it was all different, right? So I'd lost, my, uh, I'd lost my sort of technical expertise in the stuff that, that, that I knew 20 years before that. Um, and it will have changed again. So, I mean, technology, I was really interested. I mean, when, when I started, just to give you some perspective, um, I'm just trying to think. There was no email. Well, actually, there was no PCs. Mm. Right, so, so you, didn't, you didn't have email. So, you know, things like 
things like um, you know, internet banking and FPOS and eight, even ATMs were just sort of embryonic. In fact, I think we had our first test pilot ATM at the technology shop. We set it out in the, the front of the front of the building for the staff to use because um, we wanted to make sure that it at least worked a bit. When you think about, you know, that your time at ANZ, I mean, there was some huge changes. You came in just after one of the formative mergers. The brand ANZ was probably a couple of years yeah. old at that point. Ninety two, yeah. the, the bank almost failed in the, the yeah. big recession in Australia. There were some big acquisitions. When you think about the culture of ANZ, is do you get a sense there's a common culture that despite you know everything that happens in the world, you you, you can recognise an ANZ culture? I mean, I mean, when when I when I started, we were quite um, quite a business orientated bank, and and I think we still are. So culturally, I think um, you know, we still got a really good business commercial sort of institutional base to work from compared with some of our some of our other other competitors um, but but I, I mean the people people change I mean the, the staff today are much more um, adaptable I think than maybe early on in the career but but early on in my career they're much more you know because they, they they move around and change a bit more whereas 40 years ago you joined the bank and a lot of people stayed in the bank or mm. been there for a long time. Maybe maybe that doesn't happen as much today. It's a lot more specialised, and there's good, mm. there's good 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 aspects of that. And I guess there's also bad aspects. That it's harder to sort of understand the end to end because you're just involved in one one or two bits of the bits of the jigsaw. And when you think about your own career, then are there highlights, particular moments that that stand out that you you know you'll you'll recount. Oh. Well, yeah, well, you know, early on, I mean, I was really, really fortunate. And, you know, I joined the bank, as I said, in the technology area, and I got out of it after about two or three years. Um, and, I, and I was given some incredible experiences, which in hindsight, I still don't quite understand how I got them. You know, I, like I think I was probably five or six years in and, and something came up that needed me to go to the US. So, um, and I spent about six weeks, I didn't even have a passport. Right, so the first thing I had to work out was how to get a passport. Right, but they were they were incredible opportunities. And then ANZ bought um, Greenlays in the eighties, and and I um, oh, after yeah. about two years, they sent me off to London, which was where the head office was of of Greenlays. And I didn't really know um, a lot about that part of the world. I'd never been to London, right? So I'd been to New York, and I mean I'd done all the US things from the from the prior times where I'd been there a couple of times, but. But I went off to London and, um, and you know, Greenlays was a really interesting bank because it, it was, even though its head office was in London, it had this massive geographic spread in, into places like Africa and the Middle East and South Asia and a little bit in Asia and, of course, Europe as well. You got to learn stuff. You had to, right, to, to, to survive in the job that, that you were given to do. So it was a great was a great opportunity, and then I came back, and you mentioned it before. The ninety, the um, things were, were were looking like they weren't going to be great in Australia um, because of the property credit crisis that happened in the. Well, it came through the bank's books in ninety two, I think. Um, I mean, yeah, we went into recession as a country, uh, which was really, really the last recession we haven't had 
Yeah, and I suppose the other interesting thing is that at that point, um, well, mortgages were around 17 or 18%, I know because we got one, but yeah. um, bill rates went over 20%. Yeah. Yeah. Since then, there has been an almost, well, there has been a secular decline in interest rates up until essentially this year. So there's a generation of, of bankers and people yeah. who have never seen yeah. rising interest rates. No. I mean, it was really tough at the time, but... Um... But, you know, when you think back on it now, it was I, I learned a lot out of that as well. As well, the, the yeah. latest part of your career, you've been instrumental in the risk function of the bank yeah. and uh, you're obviously, you know, a, a very senior person in the bank's risk culture. When did you move into risk? So, I, uh, yeah, I actually set the risk department up. A lot of people don't know that. After, after the 92 crisis, yeah, we sort of decided we didn't even have a risk department then. Like, no, it didn't exist. The job description from the board was make sure this never happens again. So uh, so off we went. The first, I remember going into, there was a floor up at 55 Collins Street, which was the beginning of the risk department. It was a whole floor. And when I went onto the floor, there were two people sitting in the corner. And that was the, that was the start of the, start of the department. So um, yeah, we, we, we concentrated pretty heavily on credit initially, to be honest. But, and there was, and that was, because of the experience we'd had, um, but yeah, so then I went, so I went back into risk again when when Basel two was being done. Yeah, so I came in the back end, well, sort of to, to drive that through for the bank, and then uh, went off again, and and I came back last time for a, for a short stint and sort of stayed about ten years, I think. Yeah, I often I often turned up just after there was a disaster somewhere. They used to send me back there. You know, if you worked in a bank in '92 when we had the recession and the credit crisis, you sort of everyone knew, you know, you felt it. Whereas the GFC was much more bespoke to, like in the bank, there was probably a hundred people that were really impacted a lot, particularly in the, you know, in the treasury area. It was quite significant. I mean, people sort of externally didn't think it was a really big issue in the Australian banking system, but it was. I just, just people just didn't know about it. Now you talked about 92 after that, it was credit risk. Now, risk in banking people talk about credit risk market risk and and now particular operational yeah. risk so when you when you look at banks yeah. do you think they are a lot more robust you know after 92 after the asian crisis after the the global financial crisis credit risk has been around in a bank for, for financial risk been around a bank forever right you know we've lent money uh and you hope customers pay you back but you know some of them for whatever reason, won't be able to. You can sort of manage that. When we set up that risk department, there wasn't an operational risk department in there. Um, and when I came back the second time, there was this operational risk department sitting there doing stuff. Financial services industries over complicated operational risk, um, big time. Because when you think about it, that the risk, the operational risk or non-financial risk. Um, are identical in all in all corporates and institutions worldwide. I'd say if you're if you if you're a you know an institutional customer in of ANZ, you'll be managing exactly the same operational risk that ANZ are. You know whether it be external fraud or business continuity planning or third party risk or people risk or now there might be a slightly different nuance in there or weighting, but the risks are identical. You'll be enormously missed. You know not only for your incredible knowledge of the bank and what's happened economically, but um, uh, for what I hope is a sense of humour. No, it's been great. And I've really, I mean, working in a bank's been an absolute privilege. You just can't 
comprehend too many opportunities or too many industries that you could work in where you get access to just about every other industry that exists or every other geography that exists or every other government that exists in the world. So you end up, if you're, if you're curious enough and you're asked the right question and, you, and you've got a bit of an interest in learning, you learn every day just from the access you get to information and different people. Like it's all the other people that, that you meet along the way, whether it be internal or external, because you've, you've got the opportunity to, to do that. That's the bit that, that I'll miss the most. Well, we, we will definitely miss you. You're part of the fabric of ANZ. So thanks again for your time. Good luck with, uh, with whatever comes next. <laughs> I'll see you later. Thank thanks, you. Rob.